Matthew 5, verse 13 says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And glorify your Father in heaven. And glorify your Father in heaven. last portion just touches my soul because this word is saying that when our light so shines before men and, that they, and when they see our good works and that they may glorify our father who is in heaven And I begin to think about what happens when our light doesn't shine. What happens when we allow darkness to prevail in our lives? Then our Father is not glorified. Our Father is not glorified. I can't, I can't count the amount of conversations and words and things that I've seen and heard of completely, completely, not simply disregarding God, but completely and fully blaspheming the Christian God. Like, I cannot, I cannot count, I cannot I just, I cannot even count the numerous amount of times that I've literally sat and heard people speak against the one who is most precious to me. And, and I say, I say, my God, what are we doing? What are we doing wrong? And, and, and the scripture comes to mind and, I, and he says that you're a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. And he's telling me to let my light shine. And he's calling me the salt of the earth. He's, he's calling me to bring something, to bring, to bring substance to the earth. And, and when I fail to do so, when I fail to do so, I'm merited of nothing 
but to be trampled upon the foot of men. And I say, my God, I say, I say, my God, why, why are you being, why are you being blasphemed amongst the, the mouths of men? Like, why is it that, that, that in this world that people are capable of believing every single thing except for you, Lord? Like, like, what is it? And I say, God, like, am I, am I letting my light shine? I say, I say, God, am I, am I being this salt? Am I being this light? Am I, am I letting darkness prevail? Am I, am I simply being a city that's on a hill that is hidden? Like, I, I turn because my father needs to be glorified. And my father is glorified when I let my light shine. But when we begin to allow darkness to prevail and hinder our hearts, hinder our minds, hinder our walks and our point of view and our thought process, we say, God, like, we let darkness prevail and we give men the opportunity to blaspheme him, to to discredit Christ. Many of us can sit here and say that we've heard people say, well, well, Christians are hypocrites. They say one thing and they do something else. And for this reason, they say that the word of God is fake. It's not, it's not real. It holds no authority. Well, of course, it seems that it holds no authority because this very word that you're professing to say, hey, like, I'm a believer and I have this and I believe this, this very word, you're not operating and walking in it and living in it and believing in it. And if there are hypocrites, don't let them say that of you. They may say, hey, like, I know of people who go to church. I know people who go into churches and shout and scream and do a little dance and stomp and cry their eyes out and hoop and holler. But when they leave the church, they're wicked. When they leave the church, they're sinful. When they leave the church, nothing that they speak of in the church manifests in their life. Let them say those things of other people, maybe. But you, let them say, yeah, I know people like that, but I also know this individual. I also know this individual, when they go into the house of God, they worship the Lord, they honor him, they glorify him, they speak of the goodness and the glory of God. And when they leave that place, they mirror Christ every single place that they go and every single word that they say and every aspect of their life. No, I'm not saying that they're perfect, but I can obviously see the glory of God over their life. Let them say that of you. Don't let them put you in the category of hypocrisy. Because when we're here, we're representing Christ. And when they don't know Christ, if they're not abiding in Christ, when we are the only representation of Christ that we see, that's why he calls us the body of Christ, the hands and the feet of Jesus. We are the ones who are representing him. How are we representing him? How are we being ambassadors for the kingdom? And we wonder why we're 
why the world is discrediting God because we've discredited him every single day we've taken this word and we've made it into something that's dead and we're letting darkness shine we're letting people speak against the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ stand for nothing the word of God says that if you deny me in front of men I'll deny you in front of the father I say my God and a lot of times we can't boldly profess this truth because this person know I, I'm not living right because this person heard me curse this person out the other day. And this person knew that I was doing this or doing that. And now I have to, I have to tell them about God. They know how bitter and angry I am. They know, they know about my situation. They know how I act. They know, they know my life. So we have on one end, we have this one side that is completely ashamed because they know what they're living in. And we have another end where there's a side where I'm not walking out this truth and I'm still professing Christ and now they're calling the body of Christ hypocrites. It doesn't make God not real. It doesn't make, the, it doesn't make this faith not real. But when will we come to the point where we have the deep conviction in our heart where we say, my God, I can't continue on like this. I, I can't continue professing this name and in and, and the living any type of way. I can't, I can't continue moving and operating in this way. And yet, I have all these weights that are so easily besetting me every single day, every single hour. I, I can't lay them aside. The Word of God says that since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God I gotta lay aside every weight that's besetting me because because this gospel is truth, and if I believe in this gospel, this gospel is truth, I let it lay aside everything that is besetting me. That way I may declare the good works of the Lord here in the land of the living, that I may declare his truth. I can't live in this way, in this mindset that people all around me are discrediting this faith, discrediting this truth, discrediting the gospel, and, and I'm laying in this place, and I have not even fully given myself over to him. I'm, I'm playing church and I'm moving away with the motions and I'm just saying things and declaring things, but my life is looking crazy. At some point, I got to say, my God, I'm letting the, the world die and go to hell. And I'm just sitting in my corner saying, oh, I got to get myself together. No, God says, lay aside every weight that's besetting you and fix your eyes on him. The Lord God Almighty, lay aside everything that is besetting you 
every sin, every wicked thing, everything that is stopping you from professing the truth, the truth of God, and stopping you from manifesting the truth and the glory of the living God, that you may declare the good works of the Lord here, that your lights may shine upon the earth, that they may see know you see Christ and desire to walk with you as you walk with Christ they they may see that the that the glory of the living God is upon you the word of God says that the world is waiting in eager expectation for the sons of God to be manifested why are they waiting in eager expectation because every time I look around I see a lost world I see I see depression rampaging I see suicide overwhelming the hearts and souls of men I I see people searching for God I see people seeking for something they're seeking for truth they're seeking for it and they're willing to accept every single thing they're willing to accept rocks they're willing to accept stones and chakras and sun gazing and and and, and, and marijuana and and highs and lows and they're willing to accept uh, uh, false idols and gods and they're willing to accept the the, the historical historical truth the, the historical aspects of ancestors and black magic and witchcraft and voodooism they're willing to accept every single thing but this Christ why because it has the truth but they're not seeing it manifest in you they're not seeing it manifest in your life they're not seeing it you who represent the body of Christ you the city that is on the hill you're not representing that Christ this one that declares that it holds the truth because in this Christian faith we say that there is no other God there is Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is Lord there is no other way there is no other avenue the word of God says that the way of the Lord is narrow that there is a broad way to destruction but the way to the kingdom of God is narrow there's only one way Jesus Christ says that I'm the way the truth and the life and no one can come to the father except through me except through me except through me except through me and the world is looking at the Broadway in every single aspect and they 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 completely deny the narrow way of Christ why because he that is representing the body of Christ, the way, the truth, and the life, is being ensnared. The word of God, the word of God says that whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? What are we giving in exchange for his soul? People of God, I just I, I want to take a moment. What am I ask yourself? What am I giving in exchange for my soul right now? What am I giving in exchange for the things that are happening in this world right now? What what am I giving in exchange for my life right now? The life that God has given to me what am I giving in exchange for it because he's calling us to a deeper place the word of God says that who much is given much is required he's calling us to a deeper place we're sitting around sitting around our idol losing ourselves and snaring ourselves in the ways of darkness and we're watching the world die and go to hell I say my God 
what can I do? What do I have to do? What can I do to stir up my most holy faith? I gotta hear the word. I gotta move according to his will. I gotta honor him. I gotta I gotta listen to this word. I gotta the word of God says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I gotta believe that this word is alive and active and sharper than a two-edged sword. I gotta I gotta listen to him. I gotta I gotta seek his face and seek his faith diligently. I gotta take this word as truth and move it and apply it to my life. I gotta walk in it. I can't let this world take my soul. I can't let this world take my soul. I can't let this world take my mind, my will, all of my emotions. I can't let this world take over me. I can't let anger disrupt my life and discredit the witness of Christ in this world because he is the only way to salvation. He's the only way. He's the truth and the life. I can't compromise this truth and tell you that I have to respect and honor your God. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to come against you, but I have to tell you that this God is the only way and I'm sorry I have to I have to come before the Lord the body of Christ has to come to a place of repentance and say my God I repent my God forgive us Lord because we've been uh, we've been ill we've been an ill representation of your kingdom God we've been an ill representation of the body of Christ I, I have to know him and I have to glorify him and I have to look like him and I have to present him to men what have I presented to men? I've presented, I've presented a compromised gospel to men. I've, I've presented a gospel with a little bit of sin in it, with a little bit of filthiness, with a little bit of righteousness, with a little bit of ratchetness, with a little bit of foolishness. I've, I've, I've entwined all of the all of the filth of the world, all the conformities of this world, and I've and I've put Jesus on that platter, and I've said, "Here, take this." And the world is looking like, "Why would I take that? Why would I take that?" And I'm mad at the world because they don't want my God. No, I wouldn't want your God neither. But we have to come to a place where we say, I have to know him. I have to be like him. Like, I have no other choice. I, I, have, to, I have to remove the fixation of my eyes from the foolishness of this world, from the things that are besetting me, from the foolishness of this world that are lying to me. And I have to take hold of this truth. I have to dedicate myself to who he is. I, I can't spend countless hours and days and, and weeks and years on foolishness and I'm still in the same place that I used to be and my mindset is still the same and I, and I profess and proclaim that I believe in this gospel. No, I, I, I gotta live this gospel. I, got, I gotta follow him. I gotta be like him. I gotta know him. I gotta declare his truth and I gotta walk it out in the fullness of God. I, I literally have to live this life because the world is waiting for me to walk in this truth. They're waiting for me to walk in this truth. They're waiting for you to walk in this truth. Choose ye this day. Choose ye this day who you will serve. Will I serve the Lord? Or will I serve my flesh? Will I serve the Lord? Or will I serve the cares of this world? Will I serve the Lord? 
or will I serve the lies of the enemy? Will I serve the Lord? Or will I serve the foolishness that, that tries to beset me, that tries to take my eyes off of the ways of the Lord? Who will I serve? What will I serve? The word of God says that though the, though the outward man perishes daily, the inward man is being renewed day by day. What I submit myself to renew this inward man inside of me that I may represent Christ outwardly. Will they see me? Will I be the city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden? Will I live this life according to his truth because I believe in this gospel for real? give it up because I'm watching people perish all around me. I'm watching them lose their mind and I profess to have the truth. I'm watching them lose their way. If they reject it, reject it. But in the name of Jesus, I will do his will. I will play my part. And I will let that start by letting this gospel be true in me. Let this truth be in you. I say that consistently because I need this truth to be true in me. Let it be true in you. Move according to his truth. Move according to his will. Listen to him. Honor him. Glorify him. Hear from heaven. Walk in the fullness of the gospel. We can't settle for these things in the natural. We literally have to settle for the kingdom of God that it may manifest here on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I will no longer allow the world to weep and cry and misery and anguish and desperation and confusion and lostness and blindness and foolishness and profess that I have the truth and I'll watch them know I am a city that is set on a hill. I am the salt of the world. I am seasoning this place. I, I am moving according to his word. I believe and I shall see the glory of God and you shall see it too. every level of compromise in my life 
every place of compromise, everything, everything that I have done that, or that I am doing even now that I have to turn God off to do, I have to lay it aside. Lay it aside. When I'm in this place, I have to turn God off. When I do this thing, I have to turn God off. When I listen to this music, I have to turn God off. When I watch this, I have to turn God off. When I walk in this way, I have to turn God off. When I speak like this, I have to turn God off. When I, when I, when I go in this direction, I gotta turn God off. This is not the way of the believer. But who I am will be a testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the hearts and souls of men. There is something about you. The spirit of God. This word is truth. And I will not be a stumbling block to men. Let this truth be in you. That your father may be glorified. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Glorify your Father in heaven. Let this word be true to you. As we abide in the true vine. Gotta be the light on this hill And I can't be hidden on this hill I need to know you, God I gotta know you, God Hey, I wanna be like you, Lord And I need to be like you, Lord Gotta be like you, Lord. Let love reign in me, Lord. Let it reign in me. Let it reign in me. Cause I gotta be like you, Lord. I gotta be like you. Need to be like you, Lord. I need to be like you, Lord. Help me be like you, Lord. I gotta be like you, Lord. I wanna be like you, Lord. I wanna be like. You, Lord.
gotta see you, God. And I gotta see you, God. They gotta see you, Lord. And I gotta see you, God.